We are your hosts, Leanne and Llewellyn, and welcome back to the One With Friends podcast. I'll have to admit, Llewellyn, I'm a little nervous. (laughs) (laughs) I know, it's been forever. It feels so official, and we haven't done anything in like three months, so I'm actually nervous for this, but it's going to be good, and we're excited, so... Um, we don't have any guests today. It's just us kicking off season two of Friends. Yeah. And season two of our Friends podcast. So, um, we're also not going to do any life updates, even though it is technically the first episode of the month. We already just did them in our fun announcement. So we are going to jump right into the Let's episode. Let's go. Recap. All right. So season two, episode one, which was titled The One with Ross's New Girlfriend. Rachel gets, oh, I know. (laughs) We, uh, you guys know our love for Ross. (laughs) Not. Um, Okay. Rachel gets an unpleasant surprise when Ross returns home. Phoebe has varied success with cutting her friend's hair. Mm. Varied success. Yeah. So there is the overarching plot point of the whole Rachel Ross thing. Yeah. Um, But then all these funny little short storylines with the rest of the friends. So let's kick it off at the beginning of the episode where we open up. Um, it's a continuation of season one, episode 24, mm-hmm. where Rachel's in the airport waiting for Ross. Now, in the last episode of season one, we saw that they were coming down the um, that little walkway from the airplane to the actual airport yeah. where they turn the corner and they're together. Yep. Um, and so we knew last season that Rachel was in for quite a surprise, but Rachel finds out in the airport. So she's excited for the return of Ross because she just found out like, oh my gosh, Ross loves me. So she comes to try and win him over. Yeah. Yes. But Ross has a girl. Poor Rachel. I know. It's so sad. It's like you feel for her right then because... Finally, after what, 10 years of Ross loving her, like she is like, oh my gosh, I think I do back. Yeah. In the buildup we've had all season one. Yeah. Of Ross telling his side of the story. Right. Right. And Rachel and, and us watching him be disappointed at guy after guy in Rachel's life, but. Now it's her turn to be disappointed. (laughs) So Rachel ends up, I mean, like, scooting around. She falls and ends up being, like, injured. Yeah. Hits her head. Yeah. Um, And she doesn't really realize it. She she presents these flowers. And she's like, these are not not for you. (laughs) Um, She gave them to Julie. And then Rachel is just a little assuming that because she is maybe i don't know chinese she's asian in some way that she does not understand english right right she talks to her like english is not her first language yeah right so um we also found out that julie is from new york city yeah which we assumed at the end of season one but we weren't quite sure Right, because we had talked about how would he go away for a week in China and come back with a girl. Right. So that makes a little bit more sense now, knowing that she was from New York. Yeah. Which we had talked about a little bit of just our assumption um, of, like, how would they have met? Right. 
So, um, so that scene is, it happens pretty quickly, but it's like jam packed full of Rachel can't quite get her bearings. No, not at all. She does not know what to do. No. She's like blumbling in her like verbiage. She's kind of like, she's hyper excited because she's trying to seem excited for him. Yeah. While she's also like flailing in her own emotional stability. <laughs> right. <laughs> So then we head back to the apartment. So back at the apartment, the friends are discussing their excitement for Rachel. Yeah. So they're like, oh my gosh. So, so she went to the airport and is about to tell Ross. And they're like, oh, they're, ex- they're excited and all those things. So um, then Rachel comes bursting through the doors. Yes. Out of breath. Can't form sentences. Doesn't know what to say. Mm-hmm. Just trying to explain it, but like doesn't know the right words. Yeah. And then Ross walks in. Yeah. Yeah. And you mentioned her band-aid. That band-aid was terrible. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. For the cut that was on her head, it was so small. Really? Yeah. And this band-aid, they like plaster across her whole forehead. Yeah. It was just awful. Did you ever, did you use those kind of band-aids when you were a kid? Oh, 100%. I might still. Bring it. (laughs) That's right. You have like a whole box of Marvel I ones. I do. I do. I do. <laughs> I and forgot. I may have used the Iron Man ones first. And I only use like Captain America on places where people can't see it. Like if I were to like cut my arm and it's under my sleeve or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then I would put that one on because right. then I'm not wasting a good band-aid. Anyways, right. I digress. But now with all the Iron Man ones, all the like you have all the... Well, I mean, there's still some, like, Thor ones, which are pretty good. Mm. And I think there's, like, a couple Hulk ones left, so. Okay, those are good. It's just Captain America that I hide. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Give away for free to children or something. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, here you go, child. Here you go. Do you need a mandate? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Uh, um, so she's so, like, taken off track by this news that she she can, like, barely explain what's happening. Yeah. Um. But even with the band-aid, she still looks pretty on point. She does. I think we we mentioned this last season, but that dress mm-hmm. skirt thing mm-hmm. that she's wearing. I don't really care for the the like blazer she had on with it. Blazer. Like the um maybe blazer isn't the right word. The coat. It it was like a it's like a it wasn't a pea coat. Oh no, you mentioned the coat last season did i i think you did you hated it yeah i think it because i just i forgot to watch it i forgot to see it again it made the whole outfit look terrible yeah but yeah so even though she had a hideous zebra band-aid on her forehead right the dress still made it all worth it yeah yeah that skirt is killer but yeah so we're so rachel is so upset yeah Trying still to like not appear upset, but because she can't quite get a hold of her emotions, <laughs> she can't. She has no grasp. <laughs> no, not at all. Well, do you want to see what, say what she does? <laughs> I thought you were going in that direction. <laughs> well, okay. Well, first they um, because they're all like, like, well, Julie, like, hi, like, how'd you guys meet? Like, how do you know each other? And we find out they met in grad school. Right, right. But that they hadn't seen each other in a long time until mm-hmm. this trip. So, <laughs> so they're talking about all this, and Rachel, just they, like, pan over to her, and she's like, well, doesn't that just kick you in the crotch, spit in your neck, fantastic? <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but that has been, oh my, like, I've thought about that, that phrase, like, so many times in different scenarios in my life. Yeah cracks me up. I forgot it was in this episode. Me too. 
There were so many um, story plot points of certain shows and stuff that you remember. Yeah, yeah. When you get back to those episodes as you rewatch a series, you're like, oh, yeah, that's where this is. Yeah. But I forgot that some of these really hilarious points. Like, uh, the other day, I was just thinking about the Monica Hare plot story. Yeah. Wondering, like, what season does that come into play? Thinking that it was later. Yeah. And then when it showed up, when she was talking about the hair, I was like, wait a minute, is that this early? And we're in season two. Yeah. Like, I forgot. I forgot this one. And we'll talk about it in a little bit. But Joey's Taylor, like, all of these funny points that came back into, like, just launched off season two really hilariously yeah really strong yeah for sure um okay so then uh they're announcing that they're gonna leave they're like hey we're really tired we spent like two days on planes and hours in a bus and this whole story that she ruins the end of this story Mm, yes um because she again just doesn't have a grasp on her own emotions and um they they're about to leave and uh because they're on like a different time zone. So Chandler talks about like, Oh, don't tell me what happens tomorrow because he doesn't want to know. Like he wants to be surprised. (laughs) Right. Um, And I just think that's funny for anybody who, you know, has people who live like, especially for us in the United States, like Uh for some people who live in Australia or something where like, don't tell me what happens tomorrow, you know, but it's like, it's all the same time frame for everybody. But that's just the, where our concept of time is so like, it's so objective because you're in, the only place that's telling you the current time. Yeah. You know, whereas like for, for someone else, it's already tomorrow. Yeah. Well, it's like that last season when we talked about like when the ball drops on new year's. Yes. It's like, what does the West coast do while the East coast is partying? Yes. Like at midnight. Okay. I asked that in our social media on Instagram. So if you guys could go answer that, that'd be great. Yeah. Go look, (laughs) go check out our Instagram guys. Yes. Cause we have no idea. It's going really well. We had somebody reach out to us today about, featuring and then they wanted us to pay for it and we were like "Uh, no (laughs) not about that life we ain't there yet so um so of course they leave and then they all look really sad they do it was just i don't know that's what i i think i love most about like this group of friends is that even like they all rally around each other so like Mm -hmm. yes they're all excited Mm -hmm. that like ross found somebody he's happy but like they were all like so hype for Rachel to finally, like, admit that she likes Ross. Yeah. And, like, it didn't happen. So at the closing of the scene, like, Ross had walked out, and they just all looked so sad for Rachel. Yeah. So it's just, I don't know, even in the midst of, like, the hilarity of this whole episode and show, there's still those, like, tender moments, which I appreciate. Yeah, I totally agree. And I didn't even think of this until now, but as they're introducing, this is Julie, they go, oh. And they kind of look at Rachel because she's like, yeah. Yeah. Julie. <laughs> and and then they're like, oh hey, like yeah. they're they're trying to be excited for us at the same time that they're being uh sympathetic towards Rachel. Right. And they're trying to navigate that all at the same, like all in the same moment. Right, right. Yeah. Um, so then we cut to the scene in the cafe <laughs> where Joey comes up and asks for a coffee, and then she says, Have you talked to him yet? And he goes, No. And she goes, Then no. <laughs> and sends him on over to our little favorite orange couch and talks to Ross. So she, like, refuses. He refuses service to Chandler <laughs> because he needs to talk to Ross. That is a manipulator at its finest. <laughs> yes. Um, and it's all Chandler's fault. We find it out is. right yes. from Ross's mouth that Chandler is the main reason why right. Ross 
He's the little voice in Ross's head <laughs> telling him <laughs> to go after a new girl. And he's like, are you sure that wasn't God? <laughs> One, it's as if, he, as if he's like comparing himself to God's voice. But then also he's like, well, maybe it's just God doing me. Like, as if God's doing a bit with Ross. <laughs> and he chose Chandler as his person. It's such a funny concept. Because uh, he really does not want you to... He doesn't want to be blamed. Right. He doesn't want this to fall back on him. Right. Because Rachel wants to know the outcome of the talk. Um, And she pulls this little stunt where she's like here's your lemonade. He's like, I didn't order lemonade. She's like, well, you better go or they'll charge you for it. And he's like, uh, uh, she's like, go, go. Just to like get him away, <laughs> away. from the counter. Yeah. Um, yeah, I thought that was like a little funny. Yeah, it was a short little like scene, but it was, it was funny. Yeah. And Chandler totally does not admit to it at all. No. Ross totally came to this decision by himself. Yep. With no outside interference at all. Right. But it's just funny that, like, I mean, I get Chandler and Ross are, like, best friends and have been for a long time. But it's just funny that, like, Ross is the one that has to talk, or Chandler's the one that has to talk to Ross about it. Because, like, Chandler's so loyal to everybody. Yeah. He's, like, I don't, he's, like, the the last person I would see to, like, stir the, the pot, I guess. Mm, and, like, okay. try to go between people. So it's just funny. Like, I get why Chandler's the one that needs to have the talk with him, but... When you think about it, you're like, hmm, I wonder if, like, Joey would almost be better at this conversation to, like... Yeah. I don't know. Just thought I had. Yeah. It's almost like character character arc-wise and personality, it doesn't necessarily make sense. But for the storyline, because yeah. he is the one who confided in right. him and told him to move on. <laughs> he did. He took his advice and moved right along. <laughs> Um, so Rachel's a little bummed. Um, we go back to the apartment and Phoebe can read minds and poor Monica now thinks Ugh. she's not already sad about being single. Now she has no idea if sex has changed or not <laughs> <laughs> since she's been away. <laughs> yes. Um, and the major plot point of this area is that Monica wants a haircut from Phoebe. Right. Which just saying those lines, you should be thinking, Mm, maybe not. <laughs> mm. Monica, as we all know, is so obsessive mm-hmm. with a lot of things. Just a perfectionist at heart. Um, but before, like, we go into the whole haircutting thing, like, Monica's hair already looked good going into this season. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it looked great. So, like, the idea of her even needing a haircut was, like, what? Yeah. But, I mean, it probably was a lot of the, like, she saw how well Phoebe had done the guys' hair. Yeah. She was almost like, well, I want that. Like, I want to be like that or, you know, do something new, something different. I don't know. Or maybe she was trying to get, like, a discount. But You know, like, instead of going to a salon in New York. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But can we talk about that outfit she was wearing? She walked out in the black shirt with the jeans and that red lipstick. Yes. you were to go out right now, you'd probably get yourself some. She looked like a classic little babe. She did. Yeah, that was a that those light, um, light stone like stone jeans. Yeah. What is that light like? Uh, what am I trying to say? <laughs> I get what you're trying to say. 
This must be so frustrating for you listeners who probably know exactly what we need to say <laughs> and are screaming at us. That's stone, stonewash. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that light blue colored stonewash look jeans are like, they're so retro, but because they're so retro, they're also totally in right now. Oh, for sure. She that whole looked, outfit would be great right now. She looked amazing. Yeah. Makes me... Like, I already have a red lipstick that I've never worn yet because I, I don't know if I'm bold enough to wear, like, a bright red lipstick. You should do it. But maybe I should do it. What do you guys think? Should she do it? Should she I do should it? do it. Help me. Um, okay, so Joey, what joke does he make that makes Chandler <laughs> talk about the Q-tip? I think it's because he kept going, because they're talking about the tailor, because he's going to Chandler's going to Joey's Taylor Mm -hmm. and he kept going well I was 15 when I first went yes no I was 16 and he kept going back and forth yeah and then he gives Joey he gives Chandler this like uh maybe like he gives him this look and he's like you're supposed to stop the q-tip when you feel pressure resistance Resistance. yeah um and I think that's I it happens so fast but for some reason that joke i always remember that joke oh really like when it comes to friends um because i think it just sums up people's view of joey so well yeah yes <laughs> like like that would be the reason that he's the way he is the way he is yeah. yeah um so ross is on the phone with his new girlfriend and is walking around the walking around the house and then right as he's trying to get off the phone He's he does not need to sit that close <laughs> to Rachel. But also like why? He he never does that. There was an empty chair right, right next, next to her. her. Yeah. And yet he sits on that corner little piece of that chair. Yeah. To like to just it, the show is trying to like show that it's being rubbed in her face. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, it's on purpose. But he just sits like He's, like, right on top of her and leaning towards her, too. Yeah. As she's, like, shrunken back trying to turn the pages of this magazine. Yeah. He just did not need to, to sit that close. No, but also I found it funny that her shirt, like, it, it was almost like, what, one of those, like, diner shirts? And it mm-hmm. had, like, the name yes. tag on it? And it said tease. Okay. I did not understand with the rest of her outfit happening there. No, I didn't either. Why... And how it was appropriate to wear with her apron looked like she was wearing no pants. I just, yeah, I just, that little button name tag plate thing, whatever it is, did not need to be on that shirt. No, it didn't. But once I saw that on that shirt, I noticed Joey's shirt had something on it. Chandler's shirt had something on it. Mm -hmm. Like, it was probably like a brand recognition thing maybe in the 90s. Maybe. But it was unnecessary to be on that shirt because it was such a classic look and then all of a sudden there's just this nameplate yeah what looks like a nameplate yeah it was like a patch like a sewn on patch yeah it was just weird i just did not like that um you said ross is being one well yeah it's funny because it says tease but yeah like ross is the one sitting there (laughs) being a tease to rachel Yeah, I wonder, I I almost wonder if they, like, planned that shirt on purpose then. Maybe. Maybe, because that would have been, yeah, that would have been really, like, under the line, but just funny enough that people got it. Yeah. 
Um, so Rachel then is hearing them argue about, did you ever do this with boyfriends? Like, no, you hang up first. No, yep. you hang up. Did you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who always Sometimes conceded? it was over AOL. Seceded? Seceded? Conceded? Remember AIM? Conceded. Seceded. We talked about this last season. Remember AIM? Sometimes it was like, no, you sign off first. The way no, that you my sign boyfriend off broke up with me. <laughs> my longtime, almost engaged <laughs> boyfriend. Yes. <laughs> Open up that wound, Llewellyn. <laughs> season Start two. fresh. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, so you would do that on AIM. Yeah, I've definitely done that on AIM. Like, you sign off first. No, you sign off first. Okay, can I tell you something my boyfriend would do? Oh, no. Actually, this is the same boyfriend that broke up with me on AIM. What? Um, He was in college, right? So I'd be like, it'd be like a regular weeknight, school night for me and, you know, probably him, whatever. Um, And we would be talking on the phone. And after a certain, after a certain time at night, minutes were free. Right. It was like t- nine o'clock or something. Yeah, I remember to like, that. To like yeah. 7 a.m. or right. something like that. so we would call each other super late talk on the phone and then like both fall asleep on the phone oh no wake up in the morning and then whoever like maybe we both happen to like wake up together or like one of us would wake up first and like it didn't matter if the other person was awake but we'd be like okay so-and-so i love you i'm gonna go to school and like hang up we'd be on the (laughs) you guys can see the look i'm giving her right now it feels so stupid <laughs> to say no. Why? Why would you do that? Uh. Like, why did we do that? Anyways, we are moving on. Oh my gosh. Okay, so anyways, so Rachel's... <laughs> you have to finish the story. So they're sitting there talking back and forth, trying to figure out which one's going to end the phone call. When finally, Rachel just takes it and hangs up for him. Yeah. She's like, oh, I thought you were talking to me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, so that sort of ends that whole scene. The next scene that we see is everyone's hanging out at the apartment, except for, of course, Ross and Julie. And it's the next morning. It's the next morning. Rachel pops her little head out and says, hey, could you guys close your eyes? Joey makes a little motion towards his pant belt. He, like, pulls his pant belt up. Does does he think that she's going to, like, come over there and pants him while his eyes are closed? Apparently. Like, did something happen the last time someone said close your eyes? Like, Joey's got some PTSD in an area of his life that he hasn't revealed to anybody, I guess. <laughs> he, he, like, hiked very... him. He hiked him up, like, Steve Urkel. Like, and was just... his belt, like, four inches so thick? Big. It was yeah. so big. Anyways, so he, like, jokes, like, oh, no, I'm not doing that. And they're like, what's going on, Rachel? And all of a sudden, we see Paolo. Paolo is back. And where did she run into him? His apartment. His apartment. (laughs) Just happened to run into him at his apartment. Um, So this is, like, the I've gone back to an old fling. Have you ever done that? No. Without, like... Mm. (laughs) Let me reconsider. Uh. (laughs) You do not want to tell this story. Well, remember last season when I talked about the guy that cheated on me? Yes. Well, we broke up, and then we ended up moving... We were in community college, and then we ended up going to college together, like university. Ah. And we actually lived together. You did? Yes. I had no idea. You lived with a boyfriend? I did. Well, we weren't dating at the time. At the time, it was just going to be me and him and one other guy that we were really good friends with that were moving 
to university, which was like four hours away. Mm -hmm. So we were the only ones that knew each other. My best friend at the time was already there and she lived in an apartment, but they had already like signed leases. So I couldn't move in with her. So we ended up moving into a townhouse that was three level. So I had the bottom to myself. Mm. Okay. We shared the middle because it was the kitchen and whatnot. And then they lived on the upper floor. Got it. We were not dating, but we may have... <laughs> Roommates with benefits. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I never knew this about you, Llewellyn. Yeah, so... We are learning something new. So there's that. Okay, I'll tell you something I didn't know about me. I didn't... <laughs> <laughs> Leanne doesn't know herself. So in season one, I think I told you guys about the boyfriend that broke... Well, you guys know the boyfriend that broke up with me over AIM. Right. he was at summer camp. Yeah. Um, so after that summer, he came back home for college cause he was, um, a sophomore at the time. So I had graduated and was a, a freshman in college. Right. Okay. So he came back, his new girlfriend that he had gotten over the summer camp, like a month after we broke up, which was sketch as right. crap. Um, they were dating long distance. Mm. And that is also the year I started becoming really good friends with alcohol. Uh, and um, me too. Okay. And all those, like before. <laughs> yes, so yes, yes. Um, so he was always. If this is really bad, guys, you're going to get to know me in a way that I am no longer like. But the season two now, guys. Season two, we're up in the ante. Um, I would if I wasn't going to go home with my college guy that I was mm. consistently hooking up with. I would text this guy and I would go over to his apartment and do there was touching got it as Ross said in this episode <laughs> to ensue other things so while he was dating mm. that he's happily married to now and with two there kids, we go so. there you go anyways so anyways, where were we where uh <laughs> paulo because she ran into him in paolo. his apartment um yeah so ross and paulo meet and paulo is very warm and welcoming coming oh, up to him and yes. ross gives him the quick heisman away yeah and shoves him away um and asks him what he's doing and what does he say <laughs> i do raquel i do raquel <laughs> Uh, so Chandler makes a hilarious point that there is palpable tension in yes, this room. And he quickly exits for his tailor appointment. For his tailoring appointment. Okay. So before we get to the tailor, we then cut to the scene with Rachel, no, Phoebe, cutting Monica's, Monica's hair. hair. And it is, she's cringing yes. the entire time. And you know what really bothers me? I think wigs have gotten so much better since oh, the 90s. Oh, 100%. the fact that you can obviously tell it's a wig yeah. bothers me so much. Yes. It's, it's terrible. It's shiny. It's frizzy. It's unkept. It just doesn't sit well on her head. No, because it's hiding it's her hair. High. Yeah. Like, they didn't pat it down enough. Her, her actual hair. Something. But you can clearly tell. It's a wig. And it bothers me. Yeah. Um... So then Phoebe makes the comment, that's how he wears it. <laughs> and we notice he, that something is wrong. Right. Um, so then she realized the difference between Demi Moore and Dudley Moore. <laughs> Guys, if you look up Dudley Moore. <laughs> Which we did during this episode. The hair is on point. <laughs> like, Phoebe may not have done justice to Monica. No. But she did the hair. Yes, looks like Dudley Moore. 
That's amazing. And we'll come back to that too, because we've got some, some nuggets. Um, so finally, Phoebe recognizes who Demi Moore is. Right. And she makes the comment, oh, she's got gorgeous hair. <laughs> and then I think this is the, is this the first time that we get Monica's iconic, I know. Probably. I think so. I think this is the first time. So this is the official reveal of Monica's tagline that will carry her throughout the rest of the series. Yes. So, so far we have Chandler's with the B anymore, whatever. Yeah. And we've got Monica's. Mm-hmm. We've got a few more to go for sure. Um, then as uh, Phoebe comes out and all the friends are wondering how she's doing, uh, we get some funny like hospital lingo yeah. for her Like trauma. someone just came out of surgery. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which this pulls it back to the same plot points that like when Joey and Chandler talk about their own relationship as if they're a dating couple when Ross talks about Marcel as like a human it brings in these um, two differing elements and puts them together in the same joke which I think is hilarious so funny so then we get to um, you want to go to the Taylor part yeah so the the tailoring (laughs) scene happens that one was actually just a very short like so short you know, he's there. The guy's weird. He makes a quick joke. Jamie yeah. Does, of course. Yeah. And we see that something happens, mm-hmm. but we don't really, like, see it happen. Mm-hmm. So then Chandler comes back to the apartment. Mad. So mad. mad. And immediately addresses Joey <laughs> about it. To which Ross comes out, touches his shoulder. Poor... <laughs> And Chandler jumps. The way Chandler reacts was so funny. As soon as his hand hit his shoulder, he immediately pulled away and, like, turned. Yeah. It was funny. Um, And Joey's completely oblivious. Completely. Cannot be convinced that... Does not understand why Chandler thinks any of what the tailor did is an issue. And explains in detail... How it... How it happens. How it happens. This is how tailoring happens. They go up the leg, they move them to the one side, then they go up the other leg, move them to the other side, and then they do the back. Yeah. (laughs) They have to hardcore try to convince him that that is not how tailoring works. Right, right. Poor Joey. Just realizes that 15 to 16, we still don't know. We still don't know when it started. (laughs) He was an adolescent. He was young. Still to this, he he's now realizing that his entire childhood up until now is a lie when right. it comes to tailoring. Right. Um, we do find out on the plus side that Joey's gifting is to spot out depressed and vulnerable women. It's a gift. It's a true gift. It's one of the things he's good at. Yeah. Um. So Ross then makes the comment that maybe only tailors in prison operate that way. Yeah. It's a good point. Chandler? Mm-hmm. Chandler, meanwhile, during this whole scene when they're trying to convince Joey, like, I this, wish I would have watched this. This is this. not what is supposed to be happening. Uh-huh. If you watch Chandler or Matthew Perry, uh-huh. he is trying not to laugh the whole scene. <laughs> he just has this, like, like, you know how when, when they're trying not to laugh, like, they just do weird things with their face? So he's, like, yeah. he sticks his tongue out at one point, because, like, you can see the smile, and he's trying not to smile. Mm-hmm. Okay. I didn't even <laughs> notice that. Yeah, it was, it was pretty funny. He was the only one. The other two were fine. I think it was probably the way Joey 
was reacting. Mm-hmm. Like, he just couldn't keep it together. Yeah, for sure. Um, so then we get to the scene where Monica has finally come out of her room. Yes. And they're all hanging out around the table. Yep. And Ross and Chandler are making some jokes. Yeah. So at first, me and Llewellyn were like, we're not laughing, but the audience is the laughing. The whole audience is laughing. So we knew something. So we're like, so we're missing something. So we did a little deep dive. Yep. So one of the things that Chandler said was, um, well, at least you're not caught between the moon and New York City. And mm. everybody starts laughing. And so we're like, what does that mean? Well, if you Google it, it's the theme song to the movie Arthur, which Dudley Moore was the lead in. Ah, okay. Nice. Which is why one. we figured out she looked just like Dudley Moore. Right. Because it's a picture. <laughs> so there, and then they said something about like, you look like a 10. Which yeah. might have been another one. We did probably another one. We, we didn't, didn't do a deep dive on yeah. that one. Um, but so they're making fun of her. Yeah. With with Dudley Moore. Yep. Jokes. Yeah, in mind for yep. sure. Um. So this final kind of main element scene is Ross and Rachel out on the balcony mm-hmm. um, patio thing, and Rachel tells Ross her intention is to go out there and tell her how. She feels right. She tells her the tells him the first part that Paolo is not a thing. They're not back together. It was a stupid mistake. Yep. Ross inserts his opinion, which he kind of asked her permission to, sorta, mm-hmm. um, and shares like how much he thinks Paolo is scum. Right. And then he starts describing all these things that you really feel like in the long term he's probably referring to about Rachel, but right now he mentions how it's Julie, like I have with Julie. And as soon as she hears that, she backs down. Yeah. Which is sort of sad. It is. You feel for Rachel in this moment. Yeah. Yeah, so right after that, we hear Joey in the forefront telling his dad the bad news about Taylor. Taylor. How many years has this man been violating <laughs> the Tribbiani family? Right. And how many generations? Uh, poor Joey. <laughs> poor Joey Tribbiani. So in the tag, in the final little scene that we call a tag, Rachel sabotages Julie's haircut. Because she asked Phoebe to cut it for her. Yes. So she was about to do probably someone who's gorgeous and oh, hair yeah. on point. Yeah. And then Rachel turns it around. Um, because Phoebe wanted to double check. Like, right. I just want to make sure this is the person she's talking about. Because this is before cell phones had Google. Right. So she couldn't just And she had gotten it wrong already. Wanted right. to cover her tracks. Rachel right. takes advantage of Phoebe's unknowing. Right. And says, no, it's the character from Planet of the Apes. Mm. And then makes like a sort of a gesture to the face. Yeah. So that uh, Phoebe like gets it. Yeah. So sabotage, which I think is a little low for Rachel. A little bit. And we'll find out in another season. It's not the first time that she tries to cut off the external beauty of somebody for Ross. Do you know what I'm referring to? I think so. Yes. Okay. Yes. (laughs) Rachel, you little. (laughs) Rachel. Okay. Anything else about this episode? We didn't do a favorite moment. Do you have a favorite moment? Probably the scene where they're talking about the Taylor 
when he breaks character, because I love scenes where any of the characters break. Yeah. Because it just reminds you that they're human, but... Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Mine was probably um, Chandler. I didn't write it down, so I'm just guessing. Chandler with the Q-tip remark. I just think it's hilarious. Well, it's funny when he got done, he, like, he used it like it was, like, a gun almost. Yeah. And then he, like, puts it in his pocket. Yeah, he, like, moves his hand with his other hand away from his ear yeah. and then puts it down. Yeah. Yeah, he acts that one out. Okay. Guys, with season two, we're starting another element. It'll be a quick element at the end of each episode. Um, we're going to rate our episodes. However, as opposed to doing a classic one to ten, we have created our own trademarked, just kidding, it's not trademarked, <laughs> but you better not steal it, rating, um, how should we call this, a rating system? System, yeah, thank yeah. you, yeah, a rating system. So, just to give you guys a clear and quick overview, a one on the scale of a one in ten, we're just trying to give some context, one is a smelly cat. Two is a Marcel. Three is a oh my god. Four, we were on a break. Five, Unagi. Six is a how you doing. Seven is, of course, a seven, seven, seven. seven. <laughs> Eight is a central perk. Nine is a yellow frame. And ten is, of course, orange couch. Yes. So, Llewellyn, how would you rate this episode on our patented, I'm just kidding, I'm going to throw out all these names, <laughs> episode um, rating system? I gave this one a seven. Okay. Why? <laughs> because it was, I mean, it had a lot, like, if you think about it overarching, there was a lot of, like, stuff going on, mm -hmm. um, and I thought for a first episode... Wait, did new... you say you are going to give it a seven? Yeah. That's not how our rating system works. Seven. <laughs> no, you have to say seven, seven, seven. <laughs> say it right. Uh, fine. I give it a seven, seven, <laughs> seven. <laughs> it's perfect. Okay, continue with your explanation. Um, I think for a first episode in a new season, especially one that tags the last episode in the last season, I thought how they kind of, like, wrapped up that episode, mm -hmm. in a sense, mm -hmm. um, yeah. was they did it really well, and I don't know, I just felt like it seamlessly kind of flowed. Like, I don't think it was worthy of a, an orange couch by right. any means, but I thought it was funny, it was emotional, and it was just, like, packaged well. Okay. Um, I would say that I, not I would say, I gave it a how you do it. <laughs> um, which is just a step below. And I think because I'm not usually a huge fan of plot points that are all based on like Ross and Rachel, which it was a really Ross and Rachel heavy episode. Yeah. Um, it was funny. So it wasn't like a medium or under, but, um, I felt like nothing huge happened. It was literally just, it felt like a wrap up more to season one than a launching pad for season two. Okay. If that makes sense. Yeah. So that's what it was. So um, that is our TV, our, TV, our uh, rating system. Yep. Um, so we'll continue to move that. And then we're going to track all of our ratings over the course of the rest of the series. We'll tally them all up at the end and see what our own averages are for how we would rate the show friends overall. Yeah. Um, one quick little thing that I want to do kind of in this post-show wrap-up. I just want to give you a fun fact 
In a deleted scene, Phoebe pokes fun at Rachel when she demands to know who gave Julie the number to her and Monica's apartment. So I guess that played in like somehow into probably Rachel's frustration with the whole situation and Phoebe ends up making fun of her because of it. So, um, all right. Well, that is sort of a wrap. I just want to let you guys know that we will, um, be continuing with the talk next week for, um, the one with the breast milk, which will be our next episode. Yes. And we will have a friend with us. We will. Yeah. You'll have to listen to see which friend it is. Yes, you will. (laughs) So, We will catch you guys next week on the One with Friends podcast. Bye.